Hello everyone, this is Rakaya Lennon, Editor-in-Chief of The Bell Ringer. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Chiming In, a production of Bell Ringer Phoenix Media. I want to send a huge thank you to everyone involved for making this possible. Today I am joined by our very special first guests, Dr. Elizabeth Huggins and Angelica Hill. Huggins serves as Director for the Office of First and Second Year Experiences here at Augusta University, and Mrs. Angelica Hill is the coordinator. Um, they're here to share some information about the exciting trips planned that students can take part in. We'll get right into the swing of things by discussing the upcoming Southern City Swing Tour, say that five times fast, what students need to know about life after college, and how to network and put all the skills that they acquire in their academic journey to use. So thank you, Dr. Huggins, for joining me, and thank you, Mrs. Hill, for joining me as well. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Sure. So can you tell me, what exactly is the Office of First and Second Year Experiences here at Augusta University? Um, the first the Office of First and Second Year Experiences is an office for our first and second year students. We also work with transfer students and also some um, upperclassmen, which is for the Southern City Swing Tour. But we are just a hub for our first and second year students to come in and ask questions. If they need to know resources on campus, we are there to help them. We also have different academic programming for students every fall and spring, like we have book club. We also have workshops, and we also um, recognize our sophomores during our um, halfway there celebration. So we like to, you know, get our students in and just work with them, and if they have any questions, we're there to help them. Um, we also provide snacks for students, and they love coming in and getting snacks in between mm-hmm. classes, free coffee, candy, and snacks. I mean, what student doesn't love free food? So right. <laughs> we definitely provide that for students, but we are just the hub for them and an advocate for them. So they are always welcome to come in and ask questions if they need it. Mm-hmm. Dr. Huggins, do you have anything else you want to add about our office? I just love that we have a place for them, yes. you know, a sense of belonging for them. So many times students have questions as they're kind of bumping along their first term. Like, who's my career advisor? Where do I go for academic advisement? Absolutely. Where can I find internships and job information? Um, and if we don't know the answer to their questions, we're going to find it for them. So mm-hmm. we'll be their advocacy project. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. That's awesome. And especially in those first crucial crucial years yes. of the first time at a university or college. Yeah, Rakai, you probably remember your first semester. <laughs> oh, <was> yeah. It? <laughs> it was very interesting. Um, we were still in that dreaded year 2020. Ooh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so yes. it's like, oh, oh, wow. This so is a double whammy. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but it was it was very, it was very great. Awesome. <laughs> so can you tell me, what is the Southern City Swing Tour? It is um, a combination of experiential learning and career exploration and reflection about your next steps. Um, originally, it was created by students, for students. Um, mm-hmm. Angelica and I were noticing a lot of our first year and second year students that had now made it to their junior and senior year um, had learned to navigate college pretty well, but then their next step, their transitioning to career, was a little uncertain. Um, they were asking all kinds of questions, and we thought, well, why don't we create something for them to help them transition out of college? And um, at the time, I was teaching a Leadership 2000 class. And I started giving um, this this problem to our students, and I said, "What what what would it look like? What can we do?" Mm-hmm. And we kind of created this idea of a done in a, done in a day. Like we go up to a city, we explore the city, we meet with people who are what they call plus one, 
mm-hmm. some some young professionals who have just come out of college, had their first job, understand what it's like to transition into a career and be able to share that with our students before they have to navigate that. And um, the other part of this, which I think is pretty important, is is meeting with our alumni that live there in the city right? so that they know they have a support system. They are already existing. Um, the end of the day, on um, both in, in these cities, we ask them to go explore the vibe. You mm-hmm. know, is this a place that they could prob- probably be, you know, and or not, and um, give them some, some foundation for them to make um, good decisions, informed decisions later on. And I see, I want to talk, this is the second year that y'all are doing this. Yes. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit of what last year was like? Oh my gosh, so much fun. So again, the Leaders 2000 students gave me the idea that we should do three cities in three different states. We did Savannah, Georgia, mm-hmm. um, Greenville, South Carolina, and Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So we wrote a grant um, funded by the Student Life and Engagement Office for these three different cities to pay for the um, the transportation um, and some of the different um, aspects of the logistics of just going and, and driving to a new place. Mm-hmm. Then we asked Alumni Engagement Office to help fund the actual alumni lunch that we would have there in those different cities. And they graciously agreed to do that and also to reach out to our alumni who live there. Mm-hmm. Um, we noticed that Charlotte in particular was a financial hub. So then we went to the college of the whole college of business and asked them if they would maybe encourage their business students to really consider participating in that particular trip. And they were so gracious and said, yes, we'll not only support that, but we will pay for a, a large majority of that, uh, that experience mm-hmm. all the way down to what they call the cat's tickets. The cat's tickets are the light rail that are in, that's um, in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And it oh, allowed wow. the students to just jump on the train and just explore the city. You know, oh, that's awesome. And then finally, and, and the most important I think is our career services piece, because um, this is absolutely in their wheelhouse to try to help plan and prepare students for their next steps in terms of LinkedIn accounts and resume building and networking skills. So, mm-hmm. And it's great to see all of those, you know, um, organizations and offices kind of come together mm. to support yes. an event or trips like this. And what did students take away from it? How did they enjoy it? I think they really had a great time. I mean, it's just an opportunity to look outside of um what your life might be like after graduation. Mm -hmm. If you want to stay in the Augusta area or move back to your hometown or say, hey, I want to tackle a new city. (laughs) So I'm going to go on this trip and I'm going to learn it. Because we had some students that have never been to any of these cities. They've never been outside the Augusta area. They've never been outside the Atlanta area or just their hometown in general. So they're like, hey, you know, I'm looking at these cities. I'm looking at what they can offer me. I'm looking at the cost of living. So I want to go and I want to explore and I want to learn from what that city can offer me and what I can bring to the city as well. So I think that was great for the students to go and explore and see maybe where they can live and also network and see, hey, I might have a job here after graduation. We also decided to put some numbers to this and so the students were required um, on the bus on the way up to Mm -hmm. do a pre-evaluation. How comfortable did they feel about moving to a new city? Mm -hmm. And then on the way back home, we asked them to complete the post-evaluation. And we, our socks were blown off. Yes. I tell you what, last year, 
0% of students felt comfortable about moving to a new city mm-hmm. and transitioning to a new city before the trip. Oh, wow. After the trip, 28% felt very comfortable in moving to a new city. I think they had made these conversations with these new young professionals and felt finally supported and encouraged to think about their next steps and make it um, doable. Mm. And I, I'm sure, I mean, I would probably vote the same way. Like, no, I don't feel com- comfortable moving to a brand new city right, right away. Yeah. Um, and so I do think that's a shared experience many college students, you know, might have. So can you tell me a little bit about, you know, why Greenville, South Carolina? Why Charlotte? You know, why these cities? Why were these cities chosen for the trip? Yes, for mm-hmm. this year, we um, looked specifically for a medium-sized city mm-hmm. and a large city. And, of course, we had already made a lot of really good connections from last year's trip, so we wanted to replicate that. When we go to these cities, not only does the Chamber of Commerce um, meet leaders meet with the students, but then they arrange for these like breakout sessions with people in the different industries to meet with students in that major So, for example, in Charlotte, they had representatives from um, the Hornets, from NASCAR, from um, the Panthers, and some of the other people to meet with our marketing Mm -hmm. and um, PR and marketing industry students. So it made sense for them. And it... um, these like kind of organic relationships developed where students could then keep up with them even after the trip mm-hmm. and send them emails, send them resumes, ask for where the jobs might be located. So I think in terms of offerings, we always want to offer a medium-sized city and a large city, and we want to be within a two-hour drivable distance from Augusta. That's important because this is, like I said, done in a day. We leave at 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. We come back before 7 at night. And um, that means we spend um, not as much time on the bus, although I would say the bus was surprisingly good. They had really good conversations conversations. with our chaperones Mm -hmm. that went with us from career services and volunteer services, um, other chaperones from our our community, our AU community, Mm -hmm. that helped students kind of craft their message for when they got up there. And students reported back that they actually had some conversations with other students that they had never met, met before. before. Yes, it was. I think the bus was kind of something that I hadn't really planned on being um, an educational space, but it really was. And it seems like a great way to make memories. Kind of, I guess, absolutely, almost like a school field trip, and in, mm-hmm. in, in a sense, <laughs> very. Similar. And I will say, an added bonus is giving our students their own personalized business cards, mm-hmm. so they can exchange with the young professionals that they meet, the people in the Chamber of Commerce, the AU alum that live and work in those cities, and they're able to keep those conversations going all the way up till they graduate. Mm-hmm. And that's really important for networking. Absolutely, yes. yes as you prepare for the job search, which mm-hmm. leads me to ask, what do students need to know about life after college and how can they be proactive in preparing for that? I think this is one thing that they can do to be proactive. Mm-hmm. In other words, just sort of um, role-playing the idea of maybe going up to a new city and interviewing for a job, what that what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some benefits, I think, in in and planning ahead. In fact, this trip is not open to freshmen. Okay. It's only available for sophomores, juniors, and seniors, preferably juniors. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in that they want to make sure that they have planned their next steps pretty carefully before they get to the point where they are questioning um, what their next steps should be. What are your thoughts on that in terms of what are some things that... I agree. Definitely looking at what your life is going to be after graduation because, mm-hmm. you know, school's over. You're not on a time clock to say, hey, I got to get up and go to class. We actually had some students to come and talk to us about that saying, hey, you know, after graduation, the first day after graduation, oh my goodness, I didn't have papers to right. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> You're actually going to be getting up, going to a job every day. So I think, yeah, just thinking about your next steps and where you want to be, because you might not want to stay in the Augusta area. You might not want to go back home, but where do I want to be? What's going to benefit me in the career that I want mm-hmm. and the lifestyle that I want? So. I do think there's some value, even if you do want to eventually end up back here in Augusta, to have some experience outside of the Augusta yes. area, just to have that cultural capital built mm-hmm. up a little bit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And knowing what other places are like. Yes. And as you mentioned, those years can fly by pretty quickly. So mm-hmm. it's they great do. for students to be on top of it because next thing you know, <laughs> graduation yeah, will be yeah, right quickly. around the corner. <laughs> So um, what's the cost for students? Is this free? How much does it cost? (laughs) Students only have to pay $50, a $50 deposit before you go on the trip, and that is to hold your spot. If you go on the trip and afterwards you write your thank you letters to everybody that you met, at least one or two people that you met, um, you get your $50 back, and you also get a cool Southern City T-shirt. But, yeah, it's only $50, and you get it back if you go on the trip. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of benefits, actually. You get, like you said, the business cards yes. that you can use for other events later on. Um, mm-hmm. They get a journal, an mm-hmm. AU journal that yeah. they can sit and write notes, notes. and um, mm-hmm. contact information. The T-shirt, of course. Mm-hmm. The free networking lunch. They get mm-hmm. breakfast on the bus. They get snacks on the way back. It's $50 that is refundable to them if they go. And last year, we actually had, um, of the students that attended, only one did not show up on mm-hmm. the bus. I think it had something to do with that $50 deposit. Yeah. <laughs> How was your spot? <laughs> okay. But it's it's great that that's, you know, just a deposit and then it will be refundable because mm-hmm. it's pretty much almost uh, free and mm-hmm. it's made possible by all the departments and exactly. offices coming we don't together. Want, we don't want cost to be the reason that students are not exploring their right. futures. Right. 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 And travel can be expensive. expensive. Yes. <laughs> so... Um, do students need to do anything in particular to kind of prepare for the trip, or is there any advice that you would give them? Um, we have a networking and nachos event mm-hmm. for students to work on their networking skills, which is going to be very important as they go on the trip. And that is going to be held on Friday, February the 9th, and we're partnering with Career Services. We also have a guest um, coming in, Mrs. Amy Richardson from Richardson Professional Solutions. And she's going to come and talk to the students and also have them get up and work on their networking skills, which is going to be great. So very interactive. If they want to attend the Networking Nachos event, they just have to either come to our office. We have some flyers that are around campus as well. You scan the QR code. It goes to Handshake. You sign up. And you can come and you also get some free nachos as well mm-hmm. if you attend. And also, if you actually want to sign up for the Southern City Swing Tour trip, we have some little flyers around campus. Um, but come to University Hall, either downstairs, we have Gerald the Giraffe. That's been in our pop-up shop for the Treehouse and first and second year experiences. There are some cards down there. And on the back of the Southern City Swing card, there is a flyer that goes to our Qualtrics application where you can um, apply to go on the trip. And you just come up to our office and pay the fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. But come by first and second year experiences office, University Hall three thirty one, the Treehouse, 
we'll be able to answer your questions and get you all signed up. <laughs> In addition to that, I think Career Services has many workshops kind of yes. leading up to um, not only this event, but also their job fair coming up. So Career Services has like LinkedIn workshops mm-hmm. and resume building workshops and things that they could participate in and, and feel very prepared before they go on this trip. Mm-hmm. And that leads me to wanting to ask, too, is there anything that students might be nervous about before going on a, a trip like this? Or is there anything that you've kind of had to say, hey, like, you know, it'll be fine? Or were there anything they were not anticipating or anticipating? Oh, gosh, that's a great question. question. Um, (laughs) I think they had, and we did not, we need to do this. They weren't sure what to wear. Yes. And so we said, you know, professional, casual. And they said, what is that? And so we had to literally sit there and think through what is professional, casual attire. Mm -hmm. Um, And what was interesting last year when we went, Savannah was very casual Mm -hmm. um, because it's the coast and then there are a lot of tourists and you know, it was not as um, buttoned up. Um, Greenville was a little bit more professional. Charlotte was the most professional. Mm-hmm. It seems like the larger cities, they, they tend to get a little bit more professional over there. I mean, that was like coat and tie and all that stuff. So, oh. <laughs> um, well, they were. The the um, the Chamber of Commerce was. I can imagine. And you can kind of take your cue from them. Of course, students don't need to, of course, dress in a suit or anything like that. But they just need to dress um, professionally. Yeah, I think the other city, because it was a Friday, oh, <laughs> dressed down Friday in the office. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I just I loved the messages that the cities had for our students. They were welcoming. They were like, we need your talent. We need your skills. Please think of our city and when you're thinking about your next steps. And it, it really kind of blew me away. I didn't anticipate such a warm welcome from the cities, but they were very eager to have our students come and visit and potentially live and work in those cities. Mm -hmm. And I know earlier you mentioned that the alumni that we have in those cities were very helpful in that. And so what advice did they offer and give with it? To the students? You know, I don't know because they had individual <laughs> meetings with our students. Oh, okay. And I really um, appreciated that. I think that mm-hmm. they had some of these breakout sessions and small group sessions and they had lunch with them and these conversations that they had over lunch. I'm sure the students walked away with just a wealth of information from, you know, where do you live in this city? How do you meet people in this city? Yes. Um, where do I find a doctor? Where mm-hmm. do I where do I go grocery shopping? I mean, just questions that our alumni can really help our students. Yes, because we give students a list of questions on the back of their agenda for the day, but they actually had their own questions. Mm-hmm. So that was taking initiative. We love that. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a great opportunity to make those connections and those personalized, you know, relationships with people and discuss things that someone might not think of, like where where do you shop or yeah. where where is this location? So, um, and that's all things to look about when it comes to moving to a new city. Did at all they look at possibly something like housing prices or mm-hmm. apartment prices or things like that? So we ordered the magazines that come with each of those different cities and mm-hmm. shared them with the students that um, highlighted not only, you know, the events that is, you know, the city often offers, but also cost of living mm-hmm. and um, helpful information like the utility company's phone number, the water company's phone number, like things that you have to do when you set up an apartment. 
they have all of that listed in the um, the city's magazine. So we um, actually this weekend, <clears throat> Saturday, I'm going up to Greenville. They didn't want to ship three boxes of that stuff to us, so I'm going up to Greenville to go pick up the three boxes of Greenville <laughs> magazines so that we can have them for our notches and networking session. Oh, awesome. So I guess you can tell them a little bit, like, what it was like up there. Or... <laughs> exactly. I love Greenville. Greenville's, um, I have to say, I love Charlotte. I have a daughter who lives there, and she enjoys Charlotte very much. But Greenville is just this amazing city. It's got this glass bridge that goes over yes. a river that goes mm-hmm. through the middle of the city. Oh. And it has um, some high rises, but it also has these like really cool little south end kind of shops and stores and restaurants and things too. It's it's a gem that a lot of people don't even realize how amazing Greenville mm-hmm. is. It it is a little bit big city, but it's also a little bit you know small, intimate, small town intimate, feeling, yeah. small town feeling as well. And that seems like a great balance for students looking for that first mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. place to move. Now, do you have um, the dates planned for these cities, or when when is it? Oh, definitely. <laughs> yes. So our Greenville, South Carolina trip is going to be Friday, March the 1st, and our Charlotte, North Carolina trip is going to be Friday, March 15th. Mm -hmm. We hope that some of our upperclassmen can join us. Now, if students have classes on those days, will you help them reach out to their professors to let them know? We do have a standard letter that we send to the professors to say that this is, you know, an unusually great experience that students have Mm -hmm. to do. But I will say that... um, Students oftentimes will look at their own schedules, have their own conversations with the professors, make a plan that they can go on this date, but maybe not this date, which indicates, again, their adulting skills in play. I mean, they are really sort of thinking about their own um, schedules and how they're going to make this work. We chose Fridays because it was a relatively light day in terms of academics. Um, And most of our students do work on Saturdays, and I didn't want to interfere with that. Um, we also chose March because it's a little bit better weather than, mm-hmm. than February. We also chose the weekends around the spring pause. I did ask students, maybe we should travel on spring pause, and they all went, no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're making their own plans. <laughs> yes. They have their own plans, <laughs> and that would have impacted it. So we said, okay, gotcha. And we wanted this done before um, spring break because after spring break, things get really hectic academically. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With finals and preparing yes. for final projects, yeah. and but we like do that. plan on those two days, those Fridays, to leave from University Hall lobby, kind of where Gerald is over there, and we will just jump on the bus at seven a.m. We will have your Chick Fil A biscuit ready to go, mm-hmm. and we will have a packet, like you were saying, Angelica, a packet of information, agendas, yes. potential business questions, cards, business yeah. cards, all of that ready to go. Um, we'll even have water and snacks on the bus. Um, and the bus has a bathroom, so we're all good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh, okay. Get a breakfast biscuit yeah, on the way two-hour trip up. Yes. Bring your pillow if you want to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 7 a.m. is early. It is early, isn't it? Again, students told me they wanted to leave early so they could get the most out of the day. Mm-hmm. And that, that makes sense for sure. And um, I know that um, this is... Like I mentioned earlier, the second time that y'all are doing this, but is there anything that y'all are planning for future years, other cities, or how do y'all have any plans for that? We do. Um, we will again apply for the grant, mm-hmm. the Student Life and Engagement Grant, and see if if we get the grant, then our plan is to um, change it up a little bit and choose a mid-sized city and a large city. So next year we are looking at Columbia, South Carolina, and Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, wow. 
Um, and then maybe switch it up in the next year, choose another mid-sized city and a large city. But if you take a map and you draw a two-hour circumference around Augusta, there's just not that many cities mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. within two-hour driving distance. So we want to make sure that we um, honor our time and not spend all of our time on the bus, you know, that we can get there and really see the city and dive deep into that. And Columbia is about an hour away. Oh, so yeah. Yes, yes. That's very close. close. Well, yeah. We might, might not have to leave at 7. And we might could leave at 8. eight. <laughs> <laughs> and take a trip to the zoo while we're at it. All right. So Love the Columbia Zoo. Do you know what? I think that we should do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least offer it. Mm-hmm. So we haven't started planning to that depth, but we, mm-hmm. we have already started reaching out for some contacts mm-hmm. in those cities for the next spring. Mm-hmm. That's awesome to kind of be proactive and be ahead. And I do see on the little flyer that it says pick one. So do students just they just have to go on one trip, one of these trips, right? Well, it's limited to twenty five students mm-hmm. per trip, um, just because of the of the people that we're going to be meeting. They like to have those intentional conversations, mm-hmm. right. and they do not want a hundred students coming. <laughs> they they can't even fit into their um, conference room. Oh wow! So twenty five students plus a few faculty and um, chaperones will be going. And, and so, therefore, unless there's just a lot of availability, um, we've actually had qu- quite a few people already sign up. So mm-hmm. we, we're, we're, we're pushing this out pretty hard so that we can go ahead and get our, our list going. Mm-hmm. So I bet time is limited. So if you want, want to get on one of these trips, I'm sure time to act is now. Yes. Please sign up and pay your $50 deposit. Hold your spot. So where can students go to learn more any, more information or if they have any additional questions? Yes, they can just come up to the Treehouse University Hall 331 and we'll be able to give them um, the flyer and then give them the QR code where they can sign up. And if they want to pay their deposit, that's where they come, University Hall 331. Okay. At Treehouse. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Huggins and Mrs. Hill, for joining me here on the show today. And thank you for listening. Once again, Chiming In is a production of Bellringer Phoenix Media. It is produced at the TBC Lab on the Somerville campus of Augusta University. JJ is the producer, and Jasmine Garcia is the lab coordinator. Comments mentioned here are those of the hosts and panelists, not Augusta University. Be sure to find us at www.aubellringer.com to hear from more guests. This is Rakaya Lennon, hoping you'll join in next time. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.